0: This is the Empowered Conversations with Aline and Christina podcast. We are two educators of color that have been in the game for over 15 years. Thanks for joining us as we break down and speak on systems that were not built for Black, Indigenous people of color and the ways we address them head on.
1: As we lean on each other in this work, it would be big for us if you took a moment to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen to them also follow us on instagram at empowered conversations pod where we build community and support one another in this work all right let's get into this episode Welcome back to the Empowered Conversations podcast with Aline and Christina, episode 15. I'm Aline, co-host of this podcast. I've been in education for 16 years as a school counselor and a former high school assistant principal. I currently work at the high school level in the Bay Area.
0: And I'm Christina, the other co-host of this podcast. This is my 17th year in education. I was a former high school English teacher former assistant principal, and co-principal. I'm currently a site-level administrative program specialist at a middle school in the Bay Area. Hey, y'all.
1: So in our last podcast, we had an amazing guest, Dr. Whitney Garrett Walker. Please go listen to that if you haven't done so already. It was a really um, amazing episode, so please go do that. But before we get into today's episode, let's do our quick check-in. So Christina, what is on the top of your mind for this week?
0: Um, First and foremost, just the first day of school, the first day of in-person learning, which is this Thursday, just the planning of that, the anticipation
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, to visiting my grandmother um, last week, I I believe I shared this in previous podcast episodes, or maybe not. Uh, My grandmother is in a care home for dementia and Alzheimer's patients, and um, they had to go on lockdown again Mm -hmm. last week because someone tested positive uh, for COVID. So, you know, Mm -hmm. being at an old folks care facility, they had to really lock down and um, I just got notification that for three tests in a row, um, it, everyone came out negative. And when I mean negative, I mean like everyone, I mean like the, the staff, the patients, the mailman, mm-hmm.
1: everybody. So mm-hmm.
0: that's on the top of my mind is making sure that I'm able to visit my grandmother this Saturday.
1: For what sure. about you, I mean,
0: what, what's on the top of your mind for this week?
1: Well, just like you, um, just the reopening of schools. Um, Our students start on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And this is just we don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know until it kind of plays out. And I think just like you said, the anticipation of it all. um, It's definitely been anxiety provoking for me. Working through or just talking through some of the safety protocols. Um, For me, it's just kind of been frustrating that, you know, the obvious, I understand, but the teacher protocols are like discussed at length and planned out. And there's like, you know, a protocol there to follow in the event of a positive case or just, you know, the teacher stations, all that. And yet, you know, we're counseling, we've had less than, you know, half a day to really put these things together and try to figure out how we're going to keep accurate records of who's in and out of our offices. Um, And so that's, you know, I, I put that out there for our school leaders to really think about how to incorporate the school counseling office as part of developing protocols. Yes, we see one student at a time, but at the same time in any given day, you know, it could be multiple students in a period and there's several counselors. And so you're multiplying that throughout the day. And we need to also keep those accurate records to be able to do any contact tracing if we needed to. Um, So for me, it's just, that's been on top of my mind is what is this gonna look like? How safe are we? Um, The news of the Delta variant is not making any of this feel any better. Um, And then again, you know, having to come home to those who may be cannot get vaccinated like my toddler and just thinking about what that means um so yeah so I just say there's some excitement about you know it's back to school time but it's definitely a very different back to school than it's been in the past even last years Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah shifting gears a little bit into kind of reopening schools and what that looks like you know, Christina and I as educators, we've been doing this for a while and both she and I really value being reflective and taking the time to reflect on our own practice. Um, and Christina, you did that this year. So why don't you walk us through that a little bit?
0: Sure. So COVID or not, mm-hmm. we all know that opening up a school year there's like a hundred to do items. Right. And now with with the with the new COVID variant and you know, us transitioning from 17 months of virtual learning to now we're going back to in-person. Now that list went from a hundred to two hundred. So the question is like how do we get through that list? Well, the answer to that simply is you ain't going to get through that list. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, in- unless you don't sleep and you could uh, copy and paste yourself 10 times, there there's no way that you can get through that list. Mm-hmm. So, really it's like how do you narrow it down how do you prioritize and how do you decide what is okay to let go and to put on the back burner or perhaps not even the back burner maybe just delete it from your list right and so for me, the way that I approached this school year to support myself, my students, and the admin team is that I took myself through a reflection process that I just called the four R's. So my four Rs um, is called, well, it, it's a process that mm-hmm. starts with to reflection, followed by review. Lastly, relearn and restart. So once again, reflect, review, relearn and restart. So with that process, it helped me narrow down or cut out things to help me and my, to help me as I support the admin team to open up the school year. So let's start with the reflect or the reflection. So as we reflect, you are, um, you are taking the time to reflect on what happened to you personally and professionally. A lot has happened this past year and a half, and of course, it's still going on to this very day. So think about your trials and tribulations and what you have learned about yourself. Reflect on your identity, your values, your biases, your microaggressions, anything that positively or negatively impacts your performance as a school administrator Or just as an educator. Mm -hmm. So with that said, Aline, what did you specifically reflect on that you feel is helpful for this upcoming school year?
1: Yeah. So I did something similar and I start off the year with like a new notebook, kind of like the one that you carry around, you write things down. And I did some reflection. And for me, like what I asked myself is what went well last year? What didn't go so well last year? So, what did go well? What didn't go so well? Because that kind of helped me start thinking about my experience and how I want to recreate or think about, you know, this school year's experience. Um, and then I also kind of shifted around like the focus for the school year. And so, for me personally, What Part of what I wrote down that like didn't go so well last year was really like the personal stuff, like controlling my stress level Um, and that it would often make me feel angry and it wasn't allowing myself to present myself in the way that I felt needed to be, um, I guess, the most effective or the most heard, um, especially when I was talking about Issues around systemic racism and all of the different policies that oppress our BIPOC students. Um, so through that, like reflecting on that, those feelings and what didn't go so well, understanding my stress levels, like it goes together. So it's that personal side of like, what can I do differently this year? Um, what are some techniques, coping skills, all of that that we talk about? Um, so, me using an actual physical notebook is going to help me in some ways because I'm like th- not training myself or reminding myself to maybe write something down before I speak so I can collect my thoughts. So, yeah. it is me coming off as being like this angry person who always wants to bring up, you know, race or, um, yeah, our policies being racist. So, um, so yeah, so for me, it helped to reflect on that because you know, after the self-care summer, I may maybe like would have just thought like, oh yeah, whatever, last year was horrible. But through this process of reflecting, I was able to pinpoint the fact that I didn't do so well with controlling my own stress level. And that ties into the work that I'm able to do.
0: All right. So that's the reflection piece. So now the next step would be to review. So as mentioned above, We have not been in full in-person learning since March, 2020, or in other words, for the past year and a half. So we must take the time to review with staff and students, the school expectations and day-to-day processes and protocols. Mm -hmm. In other words, review what it means and looks like to be an in-person student and staff member. Let's not make any assumptions that we could all bounce back to quote, unquote, the way things were pre-COVID.
1: Yes. So, Christina, for you, what did you specifically review that you feel is helpful for this upcoming school year?
0: Well, pretty much exactly what was said, what what was defined as as review, like we you know, it's when we were trying to narrow down the topics that mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about at, during our in-service days. It was, okay, what are the day-to-day school-wide expectations that was being practiced and implemented the previous school year and the previous, previous school year, and that and something that we want to continue, but at the same time strengthen. So it was as simple as reviewing of you know what our expectations are of um what the the instructional practices that needs to happen in every single period to what needs to be posted on the whiteboard a reminder and definition of what a daily learning target is yes y'all we define things like that we defined what an agenda was what a do now was Because real talk, we cannot make any assumptions, right? We, we just can't. Mm -hmm. And, and so we just want to make sure that everyone's on the same page and it's not to insult anyone. And we made that very clear too, that yes, we're defining daily learning objective. Yes. We're defining agenda. Yes. We're defining what a do now is, uh, yes, we're, we're talking about a check for understanding. Why? Because we just want to make sure we're all on the same page. That's all. Mm-hmm. And I would say for the most part, the staff was very appreciative, especially since we have uh, new staff members. Yeah. because remember district to district, school site to school site, credential program to credential program. Everybody has their own um, everybody has their own practices. I mean, there, I know there are universal, but then we, we have our own terms and expectations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like the word do now, how we got do now we got warm up, we got "catalyst." <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, so it's just putting every like, once again, just making sure that, we're all on the same page, the same chapter, the same sentence.
1: Yep. What's the next one?
0: So this is kind of like a combo. It's the relearn and restart. Or you could even say relearn or, or restart. So in addition to reflecting and reviewing our school initiatives, processes, and protocols, we must assess each one. Mm. Or are are our school initiatives, processes, and protocols current, relevant, equitable, and viable? If not, how are you going to modify, edit, delete, possibly start all over when redesigning the initiative process or protocol? Or did you realize that you don't have an accountable or equitable process or protocol in place that supports the implementation of the school period,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: thus, how are you going to design and organize one? In summary, it is okay to start fresh. We should not continue to do things because it's quote, it's school tradition or quote, that's what has been done in the past. We as administrators should only continue something if it truly benefits our students and staff, but ultimately our students. Yeah.
1: 100% so again like what did you specifically like reflect and restart on that you feel like is going to help out this school year especially this school year like what is something that stood out for you in this process
0: so for this school year I helped redesign three things and there were three aspects that is under the umbrella of climate and culture, multi-tier support systems. The one thing that I do want to share for this podcast episode was um, redesigning our progressive discipline matrix. Mm-hmm. And what made me want to really put focus on redesigning the progressive discipline matrix is for our admin team, for our school site, our goal is to strengthen student engagement. And we all agreed as a staff, as teachers and as administrators that the core, the foundational piece of student engagement is built is a trusting relationships. So mm-hmm. the question was, when reflecting, when reviewing our past progressive discipline matrix, is, are those, is that process, are, is that current process in protocol, is it supporting, is it helping to cultivate student relationships? The answer to that in a quick response is no. So I spent a lot of my summer just redesigning, making sure that I understand the latest ed code, but just making sure that our climate and culture discipline protocol, discipline matrix allowed for staff members to hold high expectations, as well as cultivate student relationships. I hope that makes sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So that was huge. That was definitely huge. So with that said, with everything, with the whole, Process of reflecting, reviewing, relearning, and restarting. Well, when you do those four things, just remember to keep this in mind. Like you, you need to have this mindset that mm-hmm. you need during this process, during the four R process, you need to remember to be gentle, be flexible, be kind, and be understanding. Because as administrators, we must accept the fact that this opening school year is not going to be smooth sailing. Let's not be so hard and critical on ourselves. This opening year is a new experience for everyone, for administrators, school school staff, students, parents, and all school stakeholders. Thus, once again, be gentle, be flexible, be kind and be understanding towards yourself, Mm -hmm. your staff members, your students, your parents and all your community stakeholders. Yep. So, that's a lot there. <laughs> so, Aline, synthesize all that, and um, tell us how have you been gentle, flexible, kind, and understanding towards yourself, your staff, and your family.
1: I mean, I think the main word here is like be like it's flexibility, being flexible. Um. It's, I think we're just, especially because things continue changing on a daily basis. You Mm -hmm. know, one day you get no phone calls. There's no concerns. No one has questions about it, if it's safe or not, or about the mask mandate, nothing like that. And then the next day you get a phone call that a family member tested positive for COVID. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what do we do? Um... And so I do think that this year is going to require a lot of flexibility, um, and that, and just you know, being gentle and kind and being compassionate, one to yourself and to others. It's it's gonna, and this is hard. I know for me and a lot of people who like to like have things planned out and really understand like what's going to happen next. I don't think. I mean, and not like it's like that any school year, but I think this year especially. It's going to be a day-to-day thing. Like An example was that uh, we, we got notification of a training that we have to go to tomorrow from um, the the school's health coordinator because, or like the, you know, uh, I don't want to say school nurse, but at the district level, she sent something out just today that we have to go to a training tomorrow because the county guidelines have changed. And so they need to update some of the protocols that we had already went over. Um, and that's frustrated, frustrating, but at the same time, I have to remind myself that that's the year that we're in. Um, my school site principal also used the word flexibility and being flexible. And so I think that's something for me to, to like be as that constant reminder um, that things are gonna change. Um, And on the counseling front, we walked into this school year with two different assembly bills within California that really impacted our work with tight deadlines around independent study, Mm -hmm. um, right? And then also around the no pass pass option instead of letter grades for last school year. And who's in charge of that at the at our school? The counselors, and yet we're expected to do all Ooh. these other things.
0: I'm telling you, like as much as I miss high school, things like that, I do not miss high school. And and the funny thing was when I went to the district meeting with the all all admin meeting, and they were going over the new bills uh, for for high um yeah the new educational bills every I was seating I was seated with like elementary and middle school um, administrators they were like whoo thank you jesus we're not in high school right now
1: no like, and like our and it's our administrators had to like un, I mean the district took the lead obviously and put together some forms that is standard throughout the district to have families fill out but my piece was like, what about those families that maybe do not have the resources or do not watch the news or are not part of those parent Facebook groups that discuss these things and plan how they're going to ask for certain grades to be changed from last year? Mm-hmm. And so through that kind of like conversation and being understanding are our, our our assistant principal did a query of the students that received DS and S last year and made sure to attach information on how to submit an appeal for those you know, for those grades to be changed on the schedule and they picked it up at orientation. Um, and so it just, you know, trying to, and was also sent out through different forms of communication. And all of that to say is like, it's gonna be changing. All the time. I didn't expect to walk into that and have that added to the number of things that I wanted to get done within the first two weeks um, before students started showing up. And also, I mean, with this, I I say back to what Christina was saying around like, we cannot assume that everyone knows, you know, everyone knows this term. Or I want to also say, like, we cannot assume that we know everyone's comfort level Mm -hmm. um, with being back in person on campus and especially for the younger grades that are not eligible to be vaccinated, just what does that exactly mean? Um, And so trying to find a way to allow those to express their comfort levels in some shape or form without discomfort or without judgment um, I know in a previous episode, I, I shared kind of how the conference that I went to over the summer did a wristband thing with different colors. Um, our, our school decided to kind of adopt something similar and did colored name tags for our first two um, staff PDs, PD days. And, you know, and I did feel, and I wore red. I was the one that was like, yeah, I'm not comfortable at all right now. Um, and for the most part that was respected and so and I felt like okay cool like we can at least get to the like be in this room with you all not judging me for the fact that I'm sitting like two rows away from everybody (laughs) Um, and that I would like not drink water until I stepped outside that's just me and that's okay and just understanding that everyone's going to be coming in at different comfort levels not just the staff but our students as well and their and their families to be quite honest, Um, and so for me, it's like being gentle and understanding towards myself, but also my my family by being very clear with my boundaries, and so that was part of my reflection process as well, is where I actually wrote out some of the boundaries that I wanted to keep for myself this school year to protect my wellness um, so that I can show up every single day and be that effective um, school counselor and school leader to be quite honest in different in different shapes or form um, to do the work that needs to happen this year um, and to be there for the students and families that I know need that person that's going to be present and not tired or checked out or all these things that could be happening right now after last year and after even these first two weeks um, and so I really kind of hang on to that word of flexibility, being flexible. Um, And the others are just as well, gentle, kind, understanding. And I just, I like being compassionate, um, not to others, but to yourself and figuring out what those boundaries are and using those four Rs to really understand where they're coming from. So it just doesn't seem like you're being rigid um, because again, that goes against being flexible.
0: Um, I think for me-
1: Go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, I think for me personally, with the four R's and being, being understanding and flexible, gentle, kind, I think I am my worst enemy. Mm. I, I am definitely a type A.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I like to plan ahead. Uh, n- not the night before. And I I feel like I've been doing that a lot. I mean, we have, we've been doing Mm -hmm. that a lot, a lot, a lot, right? But especially for preparing for this upcoming school year, I feel like I've been doing things like the night before or the day before. And that itself gives me anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's funny because it's like, my amity my principal she knows that about me and she'll like check in on me and just be like remember like be kind and patient to yourself like we're, we're all in this together it's all good the work is still gonna be there and then what was really sweet is that there were um, a handful of teachers who stopped by my office Shout out to them. It was really nice to meet them. Uh, there are a few I did meet in person, um, but I pretty much met the staff for the first time um, yesterday. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty dope. Um, Even though I've been there for a whole year, right? That's like the first time that I've seen the staff, but yeah, a, a handful of teachers stopped by and It's amazing how they, they got a feel for my personality and work style already, but they too reminded me that I need to, that I need to be forgiving and flexible. And they're like, we know how you are and it's okay. We all got to take it day by day. This is new for everyone. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Like everyone is being patient and understanding, like, this is great, Mm -hmm. but then really I'm the one who's holding myself back yeah so the whole journaling piece uh, just like you I, I journal every day so as I'm journaling I, I really need to be uh, mindful of, of those pieces and it, and it does help it does help to, to, to write your feelings down
1: mm-hmm. not only just to write your feelings down but also like like, again, like we talk all the time about what our non-negotiables are when it comes to the, the projects we're working on, the policies, all those things. But I think we also have to reflect on what our non-negotiables are when it comes to protecting our wellness
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: you know, taking care of ourselves. Um, and through that, we lead by example. Um, and so just really like, and sharing it. You know, I am the first in my department to say, like, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna continue doing schedule changes once I'm home at night. I need to rest and be able to do that the next day. Um, and finding that balance um, because you know a lot the the job needs to get done. School does start in a couple of days, um, but understanding though that I'm not going to sacrifice certain things in order to 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 check the list um, so yeah and we talk about this and we wanted to kind of walk through this process and and i appreciate you know christina for putting it in this in this in this way like the four r's because it, it really shows you also kind of the work around the equity lens planning guide that we've talked about before in different episodes And this is something that is a coaching tool for K-12 school leaders, has been worked on for a while. It's putting all these thoughts and processes into one guide that can support a process like this um, for school leaders. And we wanna get really excited about this and, and share it with you all. And so we do have a freebie to offer our listeners Um, And those of you who you share this podcast with, it's um, uh, a a part of, or a piece of, um, a section of, I should say, of this planning guide, where it's our thought process on how to use something like the four R's to review your school's vision and mission to ensure it's relevant to your current school's culture and climate. And especially in this year, this might be a good time to claim something like this and use it because we're all in this process of relearning and restarting. Um, so if you want to check that out and get that freebie, go to our website or link in our bios, either in Instagram or Facebook to claim this um, and hopefully you find it useful and just you know mapping out this process for you. So Christina, just I'm really excited about people seeing that and just like in our other episodes I we should wrap up in sharing our progress in our self-care um so for you Christina what was the top of your self-care list from last week
0: uh from last week nothing unfortunately
1: that's real that's real
0: I'm not even gonna try to front and pretend that I, I I have not exercised at all like it's i'm
1: is there I'm anything to, is there anything else though that you felt that you did that did take care of yourself
0: uh
1: my body or soul
0: well sure i mean praying okay and and old fashions <laughs> <laughs> me you say i mean i am you know i'm trying to keep 100 but i i don't know yeah i i really real talk though like i i feel like once the school year opens mm-hmm. i'll be able i'll be motivated not only motivated but i'll find the time to make it work because it needs to work i it's i know it needs to work so but anyway yeah. <laughs> i what about you
1: I mean, I'm going to say the same thing. Like, I don't think I was good at self-care other than the fact of, like, writing out what my boundaries are, leaving work at a decent hour. Um, Oh, something that I found really exciting was that I decorated my little notebook that I carry around with me and that I write all my notes in and, like, plan out my day for work um, with all these, like, awesome stickers that I bought from like you know small businesses or like small like create uh, creators on Instagram that I follow and it just kind of like it's inspirational it's nice to look at um, and so for me like that was just one way of, of finding some joy um, in starting off the school year and being back at work um, but yeah I mean I'm not doing all that I want to be doing, but I have been waking up early and I have been doing some stretching before taking a shower. And I just find that that's just one way to just check in with myself. Oh
0: my God, don't even talk about waking up early. (laughs) I'm still running late to work. Like it's just, it's not good. Like I'm I, sure
1: you're not alone Christina I'm sure you're not alone
0: like I, it's it's a matter of like it was fine when no one else was on campus but uh-huh. now we got we have staff members showing up so it doesn't look good when admin is like falling behind but it's just really hard like I'm <laughs> not so many excuses for myself but it's a whirlwind you feel uh-huh. me like I and it, I just can't believe how I was a morning person for years. And then anyways, so yes, that that that's part of my to-do list as well.
1: For sure. I think we both have a long to-do list when it comes to not only just the work stuff, but it's also the personal stuff and the self-care stuff. So hopefully next time we'll find a way to put some of that stuff back in because by then We'll have some, you know, at least a week or two down of school starting. So, thank you all for joining us in this conversation. We hope you took something away from it, especially as, you know, we're all coming back into this this 2021, 2022 school year. Um, Please continue to support the work that we're doing in a few ways. Um, This is how you can support us by subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review. Um, This is how we grow and we really enjoy reading those reviews. So please keep that going. Um, Read our blog at empoweredconversationspodcast.com. Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, visit our bookshop check out what we have curated and supported independent bookstore at the same time. The link is in our show notes and also in our Instagram um, link and bio. So thank y'all. Looking forward to the next time.
0: Bye y'all. Have a good evening.
1: We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Empowered Conversations Pod. Check out our content and engage in a conversation with us through the comments or DMs.
0: Also, please help us grow and share this with your friends, colleagues, as well as post on your social media. We look forward to next time. Take it easy.